0: We are going to talk today about water quality specifically, about uh, what you've probably been hearing a lot about HABs, which are harmful algal blooms, and then also about levels of E. coli in Lake Erie waters, which has been tested for years and years. Very interesting subjects, things that have really caught a lot of attention in recent weeks. Um, As you may have read in Sunday's Erie Times News and on Goerie.com, there was a nationwide report from our parent company, Gatehouse Media, about water quality at beaches along both coasts of the United States and here in the Great Lakes region. But we're going to talk specifically about Lake Erie waters, Presque Isle Bay, perhaps some other bodies of water in Erie County. Uh, Brianna, thank you very much for for agreeing to appear on this Facebook Live. Thanks for having me. Let's start with some of the basics. Um, We are talking about two different measurements of water quality. We're talking about harmful algal blooms and we're talking about levels of E. coli, a bacteria. Let's talk a little bit about the differences between the two and what are they measuring? What are they indicative of?
1: Sure, so I can start with our E. coli sampling. Erie County Department of Health tests uh, beaches along Presque Isle and Freeport Beach each weekly um, to look for those E. coli counts. We use that as part of a federal grant for beach monitoring. And we use that as an indicator for other bacteria that may be in the water to determine if the water is is safe for you to be swimming in or not.
0: So it's not necessarily that the E. coli is the bacteria that would make people ill, though it could. It could. But it is a marker. If there are high levels of E. coli in the water, it's very likely that there are high levels of other E. coli or other bacteria that are more likely to make folks sick.
1: Absolutely, there could be. And so that's why we uh, worked out an advisory and restriction levels so that we can um, let people know what that risk might be.
0: Sure, let's talk a little bit about that before we get to the harmful algal blooms. Um, It's been for years folks say, oh, the beach is closed because of high bacteria levels. There's no beaches being closed. People can still go to beach six or beach one, even if there are high levels of bacteria it's a swim advisory or a swim restriction. Yes. And let's talk a little bit about what the differences are.
1: Sure, so at, at a lower level of E. coli, we would issue a swim advisory. And so that's asking for people who might have cuts on their arms or legs, might have um, been sick or be immunocompromised, for small children or pregnant women so that they're not swimming in those waters because there's enough bacteria there that it it could make them sick. Um, but if they're if they're perfectly healthy, then it probably wouldn't happen at those levels. So it's just that advisory, that um, knowledge that you know there's some bacteria here, there's always some bacteria mm-hmm. here, but just a slightly elevated level at that point.
0: Yeah. What kind of year have we had um, as far as E. coli? We'll get to, to HABs in just a little bit. But um, how many, you know roughly, how many times has there been a beach advisory posted? How many times has there been a beach restriction posted so far in this swimming season?
1: We've had a great year this swimming season. We test from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And so far, um, only at the beginning of July we had five advisories and one restriction.
0: That was all basically one day, correct? One day, July eighth, I think. Mm -hmm.
1: And and then it was lifted immediately the next day. Uh, There was one other advisory the following week too, but um, also lifted a couple days later, I believe.
0: So it's been a really good season. Do we have? Do you have any theories or ideas why um, the previous year we saw a lot of restriction? Last two years, twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, we saw I think fifty five total advisories. Between 2017 and 2018 combined, uh, Beach 11 swimming was restricted. I think for the last month of the swim season. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any idea why we're seeing much lower levels of E. coli so far in 2019?
1: We don't. So okay. the uh, like the water, the waves are a moving target, and um, so is the E. coli. So we don't know. We can't pinpoint any one reason: um, temperature, or wave height, or wind, or rain that makes that issues that would stir it up enough to issue those advisories and restrictions as, as hard of, as we've tried to, but um, we don't have any kind of indication as why we've had a better season this year so far.
0: Okay. Now the folks at Prescow State Park, I was able to interview them uh, a little bit by email last week and um, they have taken measures at Beach 11 to try to prevent the long-term um, swim restrictions that they saw in 2018, which includes uh, putting up some sort of fencing and I'm trying to get a little bit more information from them on that at Beach 11 and also setting off pyrotechnics, which kind of surprised me to hear about that, but um, Are you, were you surprised to, to, to learn that DCNR, uh, that's the the statewide agency that runs the park um, That they were setting off fireworks <laughs> to scare off the geese on Beach 11.
1: Um, they definitely needed some goose control measures There's mm-hmm. there's always been a large goose population there um, but I I am not familiar with any of the techniques that they've been using so we're, that was we're working to try to, to get some more
0: information on that because I would love to be out there if they're doing that <laughs> and see that uh, but apparently it's working because Beach 11 has had I think one advisory for one day mm-hmm. all summer so yes. the short message is the water at Prescott beaches so far in 2019 have been safe to swim except for five of the beaches had an advisory for one day on July 8th and one beach had an advisory or restriction
1: July 11th for
0: July 11th mm-hmm. since then it's been it's been great yes. um, let's go to, to HABs which again are harmful algal blooms Sure. Brianna if you can tell me a little bit about that and how is that different than E. coli?
1: so harmful algal blooms are naturally occurring they occur in in all types of bodies of water and um, it's an an algae made of bacteria but the problem is that it could produce toxins which could then make us sick Um, there aren't um, hard regulations the way that there are for e coli but erie's been very proactive in making a harmful algal bloom task force and so that group has done a lot of research worked with um, national agencies to put levels In and a testing protocol, so that we're allowed again able to um, advise people when those levels are so high or when there there could be some risk to them or their family members.
0: Are are Habs more dangerous than higher levels of E. coli? Is one more dangerous than the other to folks' health if they come in contact with it, or is it basically could be it's it's problematic either way?
1: I think that they're problematic either way so they would present a little bit differently um, different kinds of illness but um, they're both they're both problematic Mm -hmm. but not um, we don't ever want them to stop someone from going into the water like maybe you won't go into the water right in that area where it's posted um, but we have we're so lucky here to have so many beaches so many points of access uh, to get into (coughs) and utilize every day
0: now uh while it's been a great summer for the E. coli levels, they've been very, they've been very low in the safe zone almost exclusively all mm-hmm. summer. We have seen lots of advisories for E. coli levels. In fact, I'm going to show you in a second um, some of the locations around the peninsula, and they're different. They test for um, HABs in a lot of different spots, not just at the guarded beaches like they do for E. coli. Um, I'll grab that for a second. Uh,
2: you said E. coli. Oh, you I'm sorry, for HABs. Yes, you're for talking Hab. about HABs, right Habs.
0: See, I'm getting, I, even I get confused and we want to make sure we're straight <laughs> on this. So, I have here a, a map, and Brianna if you want to take a look too, here's a, a map of the peninsula. And right here, along the guarded beaches, is where they basically test for E. coli, right off right offshore, on Beach 1, Beach 6, Beach 11. HABs, there are tests being done at the beaches. There but are. But also, on the bay side, almost anywhere where people might come in contact with the water, or as we've been learning with this, dogs, where yes. people let their dogs swim in the bay, including, and I'll bring it up here, I don't have my glasses on, but <laughs> one of the more interesting spots is right around here, and forgive me for not having it exactly, it gets a little blurry as I call it up, There was an interesting one, a HAB um, advisory last week that was not for dog swimming, it was...
1: It was a recreational advisory.
0: That was the first one we've seen, I believe in two years. What is that? A recreational advisory for harmful algal blooms, and how does that differ from the dog swimming advisory for harmful algal blooms?
1: Sure. So um, the dog threshold for harmful algal blooms is very low because dogs are using the water differently than humans are, right? They're drinking it as they're swimming. They're licking their fur. Um, so that threshold's very low. That's why we do have a lot of dog warnings. Um, for the the recreational advisory, the level of Toxin that was found was higher and then so it's asking people you know not to be in the water swimming playing around because the risk is that if they're inhaling that toxin it could affect their lungs and and their um, respiratory a little bit or it could affect their skin and they could have a rash or some type of reaction to those toxins.
0: So when there's this kind of advisory a recreational advisory be due to HABs um, people need to avoid any contact with the water at that specific location, correct? Yes. Okay, and we will track that. We post that on GoEri.com shortly after the the um, tests are published on the, I believe it is both the county health website, the health department website, mm-hmm. and does the Regional Science Consortium still publish them as well?
1: Yes, and we keep an active Google map that has all of those, uh, all results all together. So it has the E. coli results, as well as the harmful algal results, Algal bloom results from our test each week. Um, that we keep that updated and, and available for anybody to see.
0: And that is E-D- e d e r e-, <laughs> e
1: e c d h dot org is our website.
0: And then you click on environmental. Mm-hmm. And then you click on be- beaches. beaches and you should you should be able to get to there. They update it usually late on Thursday or early on Friday and it's a great way to know what beaches are safe for swimming and what places have high levels of harmful algal blooms. Some of the sites that have had high levels of, of HABS much of the summer have been around Perry Monument, Boater's Beach as we said, um, also the um Ferry Slip, And then also some places, it's not all just the peninsula. There have been other locations around the county as well. But a great site is that one off the health department's website.
1: Right, we we do test all the way um, for harmful algal blooms. We do have spots entirely along the lake shore. So we're testing from Freeport Beach in Northeast all the way to Elk Creek. And um, in addition to updating that map and updating our uh, media partners, then we do also physically post signs in those locations. So if there's a sign in that location, it has like a red border, normally a dog on it, um, it would say, you know, there's an advisory. And so that means that that has been posted for that week.
0: Okay. This is relatively new for folks, um, learning about HABs, and there's been a lot of talk about it. I know um, it's been a big concern in the western part of Lake Erie for years. Is this something that has been a growing concern? Is this something that we're gonna have to deal with every summer from now on? And do we know what the causes are for this?
1: we're learning more about the causes so it is naturally occurring um we know that nutrients can load into the lake you know they come through the streams through our storm water um and and sometimes then with the warmer temperatures and just the way that it mixes then those harmful algal blooms can can bloom more um i do think that it will continue to be an issue but luckily um the task force has really great partners with the Regional Science Consortium who physically does the testing, with DCNR on the park, and Sea um, Grant, and local universities who are able to do some extra research and really see, you know, what can we do to maybe prevent these in the future.
0: Okay. Is there any, oh, Sarah I think has a question. So
2: what are some common misconceptions that you see often about harmful algal blooms? I there, There's a lot of, I think, people who just assume
1: something about them. Sure, so uh, a few things that we've had to work really hard to try to um, bring public are things like, uh, sometimes you'll see the algae there, right? Like sometimes it you can tell that you don't want to go into the water. Other times the water would look clear, but the signs posted. And those to- those toxins can last um, after the algae's not there. And that's what we're really testing for. Um, Another thing is that, you know, if, if you're suspicious of a bloom, if you see something maybe by your boat or your dock, then you could, um, you can call the Regional Science Consortium or Erie County Department of Health, report that bloom, and um, it would get on the testing round for that for that week.
0: Is there a certain number they need to call, or do they call the Health Department's main number?
1: Um, they could call the Health department main number, which is 814-451-6700.
0: And there are different types of life on on that that float on the top of the of the bay and on the lake it they're not all necessarily if you see something on the top it's not necessarily a harmful algal bloom. um it can be something else is there any distinctive appearances that folks need to be concerned about
1: um a lot of the times it could look it's called the blue green algae so it might look uh even like spilled paint or spilled um or like pea soup sometimes uh there is a new uh, feature at um, sometimes at the Tom Ridge Center and through the Regional Science Consortium. It's called the HAB Lab, and so they're really working to take that out into the community, and it has examples of of what some algae looks like compared to other um, other life that could be in the water. So there's
0: efforts out to teach folks between a, a bloom that could be a health risk and those that are just um, benign, that aren- don't pose a threat.
1: Absolutely. Okay. And
0: is that mostly at the trek that folks can find that, or are they are they taking that out to events? And- They're
1: working on some different public events. I know they were at uh, Discover Presque Isle last weekend, and just trying to get it set up and out there for people to see.
0: So the takeaway from this, whether we're talking about E. coli levels or we're talking about um, Habs, I mean, it, it's not a reason. And we 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 were ta- discussing this right before we we came on. Um, there's a there's a viral photo going on uh, going around town of of a young man lifting up his shirt and showing a, a pretty nasty skin rash. Um, and the 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 written part of the the post says that you know avoid erie beaches avoid creeks in the area um the 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 erie beaches are very safe right now i mean we're we're seeing very low levels this post kind of concerns you for for some inaccuracies maybe we can elaborate on that are, you know should people just avoid swimming at all and avoid contact with any part of the bay or the lake
1: No abso- absolutely not like we've enjoyed the the lake for so so long and um, we're not we're not here to scare anybody we're not here to take that away but what we do want is um, to be aware of those things right so the the places that we are testing um, are guarded permitted beaches and those are along Presque Isle that's Freeport Beach and Edinburgh Lake is also responsible for their testing. Um, They're all public access points Um, we're testing for E. coli we're looking for HABS there as well but other places that people could choose to swim like a creek or a boat launch or something like that um, is not necessarily a permitted area and so we don't have those same kind of um, test and testing protocol in place for those
0: areas. If you want to reduce your risk of of having an infection, and we don't even know with that viral photo if that was an infection from actually swimming in the lake. You know, there's, there's some other things that could have played a role. But you want to go to a guarded beach. You not only know that it's guarded with a lifeguard, but that that water has been tested and been tested recently, once a week. And that's if it's if the numbers are good. If the numbers are high, it gets retested within twenty four right. hours.
1: Press, press, Actually, we do do the regular, re- the regulatory samples are taken two days a week.
0: Oh, two days a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brianna, we
2: have a question. Um, what should you look for? And I don't know if you know this. What are some things to look for after being exposed? If you think, oh, you know, and or you were there hours before you did the advisory, what are some?
0: We could start symptoms? maybe with the skin symptoms, and then maybe into the the, the GI symptoms.
2: Sure. So, um,
1: a lot of the times, if if a dog is exposed to a harmful algal bloom, then they could um, be having some not. Well, some vomiting, um, diarrheal, or just be very lethargic, I believe is what's been presented in, in animals. Um, for humans, what we have seen is some skin irritation, right? So maybe some red, um, maybe just a general irritation. And, and depending on again how they were recreating if they were breathing if they were drinking some of the water, breathing it in, um, maybe some respiratory issues would be like the first things to start.
0: And usually that can happen fairly soon after your exposure to the water. And certain people are more at risk of this, aren't they, than, than others, folks with cuts or issues with their skin, folks who have compromised immune systems, whether because they're older or whether because um, they're, they're taking medication such as maybe some chemotherapy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks with healthy immune systems that don't have cuts on their skin are at a, even a lower risk even if they are exposed, correct?
1: That's my
2: understanding, okay. yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I think, unless we have, do we have any other questions no, from online? No, uh,
2: one, one question that I've seen asked before on our Facebook feed is a lot of people wonder how much water, I mean, would someone need to, it's not like, oh, my toddler got a little water in her mouth or, you know, is she going to get E. coli? Like how much, can you kind of talk about like how much exposure someone would, probably present
1: symptoms, um, or do you know I, what I'm asking? Yeah, I don't know that there's a, a real specific number for that, yeah. right? Because the, the water fluctuates every day, and, and as we're testing, um, if we're seeing different levels, then, it, then that's where that barrier is, right? So when there's restrictions, then the water has so much bacteria that we can't guarantee that even a, a healthy person um, wouldn't get sick there. So it just kind of depends um, on those levels. Again, if there's an advisory, I would not try to drink any of the water, of course. Um, but just just keeping those safe practices, right? Not going in with cuts or wounds, trying to keep your head above the water or not, not drinking it in or anything like that on purpose.
2: Another question we had, is there anything that, um, you and I can do to help prevent harmful algal blooms or bacteria in the water?
1: Absolutely, so a few things that that we can do just as community members to help is um, make sure things like our septic systems aren't malfunctioning, right? So if your septic system's malfunctioning, it's probably getting into a waterway and then um, eventually into our lake and our bay. Uh, That's a a form of E. coli. Um, If there are some of the things that lead to harmful algal blooms are that nutrient runoff so being aware of things like fertilizing your lawn right before a rainstorm or you know washing your car over a storm drain something like that that um is just washing again those nutrients right away everything that we are doing um on our sidewalk and our storm drains is ending up in the bay and the lake so as much as we can protect that then that's helpful
2: Another question. Sure. Sorry, there's That's okay. Fire. Um, how many people, or have do you have you gotten any reports of anyone getting sick so far in hearing this this summer? We
0: have not. Okay. So once again, if you want to stay in tune of, of if the waters are safe. Um, the best places are, you will have reports on, on com and in the Erie Times News, but you want to go to the Erie County Department of Health's website which is ECDH.org. You want to click on Environmental yep. well, and then click on Beaches and that, you'll have an up-to-date report, especially it is updated on HABS every, late on Thursdays, early on Fridays. Um, you'll also just want to see for any signs at the beaches or the other locations you want to go to, um, but there are certainly good news to be had for safe water in Erie County especially um, as far as E. coli is concerned. Um, Brianna anything else you want to add that we haven't discussed here?
1: No just um, that you know these are all out there for the public to know about right and so we don't again ever want to stop you from being in the water enjoying everything that Erie has to offer um, but just being aware of those of those physical signs and and what to look for. Excellent.